0: Welcome to Christian Overcomers. I'm Pastor Ben Heath, and I'm going to take you on a line-by-line study through Lamentations chapter 4. And we're going to title this, National Sin Brings National Suffering. You know, I want you to think about this. If people feared, if Americans feared God as much as they do the coronavirus, COVID-19, or the China virus— Could you imagine how much better off our nation would be? I mean, people are running around. We're forced to wear masks. Everybody's living in fear, fear of this invisible virus, but they don't fear their, their actions. They don't fear the sins that our nation is committing. And many don't, they don't fear, um, offending God. They just fear offending somebody else. My friends, that leads to tragedy again. National sin will bring national suffering, and we're right on the verge of something very catastrophic if we don't get our intentions right. If we don't, if we don't get our focus on the right things. All right, so let's get into this chapter, Lamentations four, verse one. How has the gold become dim? The prophet cries out, "How is the most fine gold changed? The stones of the sanctuary are poured out in the top of every street." Okay, historically, we're looking back at the time when Nebuchadnezzar sacked Jerusalem and destroyed the temple. All of the all of the most fine, uh, you know, fine stones of the sanctuary just laying out on the street as though they were nothing as though they were nothing. Now, do we want that to happen to our country? Now, think about it. Think about that. Think about if there was a time, you know, if America got invaded, and right now we look at our suburbs and our cities and all these magnificent buildings. Could you imagine if they were completely destroyed and no one's living in houses? Everybody's wandering around, dazed and confused in the streets no electricity no food no comfort nothing but mourning that could happen my friends that's what this book warns us about why did it happen to the ancient israelites because they did not fear god what does that mean They didn't care if they offended God. God warned them through the prophets. Hey, don't commit these acts. These these things are an abomination. Obey my law. And what did the people do? They set aside the warnings of the prophets. They set aside the word of God as though it were nothing. So you know what happened? God allowed them, their nation, to become nothing because they did not fear him. Proverbs, the book of Proverbs says the beginning of wisdom is to fear the Lord or the fear of the Lord is the beginning of wisdom. If you don't fear God, my friends, you're on a path to become a fool. I don't care how intelligent you are, how well you can speak, how many doctorates and, and, uh, you know, doctor, doctorate degrees you have in this field or that field. I don't care if you're a rocket scientist. You will become a fool when it comes to common sense and when it comes to how to live in this life. Verse 2, the precious sons of Zion, comparable to fine gold, how are they esteemed as earthen pitchers, the work of the hands of the potter? In other words, you know, the young strong men, the, the those that were even uh, you know, well to do, they were rich, they were honorable. Now they are esteemed as nothing. Think about that. Think about that. I mean, the nation of the nation of Judah here. They were living it up in luxury. They had all the comforts that you could think of. And now they're out on the streets treated as though they are nothing. They can't go up to somebody and say, Hey, I'm of this family, this important family. You know, the Babylonians, do you think they care? Do you think they're going to care who these people are? They are counted as nothing. Verse 3, even the sea monsters. uh, Some people say these are... are, um, um, well, like a jackal or a dragon or whatever. But it, even the let me just come, I'll just read this and I'll comment on what the point is. Even the sea monsters draw out the breast. They give suck to their youngs. The daughter of my people is become cruel like the ostriches in the wilderness. Now, what God's saying here through the prophet, he's saying, hey, even the wild animals feed their young. But the but the but the Israelites you know the the women of the kingdom of Judah have become cruel. You know ostriches they'll lay their eggs in the sand and the, and, and sometimes they, they'll step on them themselves or other critters will will step on them other animals. They don't protect their young. They're cruel, they're thoughtless, they're mindless. Well, that's how our people have become today. Think of all the abortions that are committed. Think of people giving sex changes to their eight-year-old children. Think about that. Verse 4, the tongue of the suckling child cleaveth to the roof of his mouth for thirst. The young children ask bread, and no man breaketh unto them. Okay? The children Here at this time, during the siege of the Babylonians, when the Babylonians invaded, the children were starving to death, asking their parents for bread, and no man gaveth it unto them. I mean, I I fear that our people, at least the left, those on the left, are becoming like this. Thoughtless, careless, cruel, wicked, vile. Verse 5, they that did feed delicately are desolate in the streets. They that were brought up in scarlet embrace dunghills. All the rich and well-to-do families of the children of Judah, of the nation of Judah. You know, those that, you know, delicately, you know, they don't, they had all the, again, they had all the comforts provided for them. Now they're, they're left without any of those comforts and they're in the streets embracing dunghills. You know what a dunghill is? Garbage, human waste. Think about that. Oh, it'll never happen to America. Bad things will never happen. We'll always survive. We will not always survive if we do not fear God. That's a lesson of this book. Sin comes with consequences. We cannot keep disobeying God on a national level. And expect not to embrace dunghills. Would to God our people would read this book. And know the end game. The end result of rebellion against God. For the punishment of the iniquity of the daughter of my people is greater than the punishment of the sin of Sodom. That was overthrown as in a moment, and no hands stayed on her. What is that talking about? Why would Sodom and Gam- what God is saying here is, um, you know, the the uh, the punishment that the children of or that the kingdom of Judah is getting here is greater than the punishment even that Sodom got. Remember, Sodom was burned up basically in an instant. You know, Lot's wife turned back. She was turned into a pillar of salt. You remember that story? It was because of sexual perversion and all the things that we're seeing going on today. But God actually punished the kingdom of Judah more severely than he did the king than the kingdom of Sodom. Okay? So how did he do that? Well, all this stuff we're reading in the book of Lamentations. The prolonged suffering... The prolonged suffering. You know, the children of Judah went into captivity as slaves doing hard labor for 70 years in Babylon. Okay? At least the Sodomites, they were destroyed in an instant. They didn't have to suffer long and slow and hard. They just got judged in an instant. That's the difference. That's why the punishment of the kingdom of Judah was worse than that of Sodom. Her Nazarites were purer than snow. They were whiter than milk. They were more ruddy in body than rubies. Their polishing was of sapphire. Okay. You know, a lot of people, you know, we got this anti white hatred going on everywhere in the world today. You want to know why? Well, in part it's because of God's judgments upon the true Israelites or I should say the biological Israelites, because the biological Israelites have these characteristics. They they have white skin, and they are ruddy, rosy-complected, Caucasian, all right? So there's a reason why one group is being singled out right now for, for punishment. Do you understand? You know, David. Himself, you know, the the giant Goliath despised David because he had a ruddy countenance, because he could blush red in the face, okay? In, in other words, Goliath disdained David because he was a white man. See, these things are no different than they were back then, my friends. No different than they were back then. Verse 8, their visage is blacker, than coal, they are not known in the streets. In other words, they, they you know, they become an, uh, uh, you know, instead of having a healthy countenance about them, bright and shiny, now they are suffering and famine, and becoming pale and sickly, and their skin looking like the color of death. Their skin cleaveth to their bones; it is withered; it has become like a stick. They that be slain with the sword are better than they that be slain with hunger. For these pine away, stricken through want of the fruits of the field. Okay? So, in other words, that's the same thing as I was saying before. Those that were actually died in the siege, those that were killed with the sword of the Babylonians, were better off than those that died through hunger. Why? Because dying by the sword was in an instant but dying with hunger was prolonged suffering all because of a lack of fearing almighty God. Think about that. You want, you want this to be your end. Do you want this to be your end? Do you want this to be the end of America? Because it could happen. My friends, that's why these warnings are here. Hey, oh, but we're God's people. We're, we're the, you know, we're the, of the 10 lost tribes. That doesn't matter, my friends. This was the kingdom of Judah. And God punished them severely for their national sins. Verse 10, the hands of the pitiful women have sodden their own children. They cooked their own children, these pitiful women. That's what they did. You think our women are much different today now, especially these liberal women that are mutilating their children with sex changes at the ages of eight and, and maybe probably even younger. They were their meat in the destruction of the daughter of my people. So historically, the, these pitiful women cooked and ate their own children to save themselves. That is pitiful and it's disgusting. No honor in that whatsoever. Man, I would think that a mom would die. Would die to save her children, not eat her children. Verse 11, the Lord hath accomplished his fury. He poured out his fierce anger and has kindled a fire in Zion. And it hath devoured the foundations thereof. Okay? God was angry with the kingdom of Judah here. And he poured out his fury like fire. And it, even down to where it devoured the foundations of the nation. This could happen to America, my friends. If we vote for sexual perverts... Uh, twisted, wicked men like Joe Biden and the and the Democrats, the Democrats. That could be our end, my friends. Verse twelve: The kings of the earth and all the inhabitants of the world would not have believed that the adversary and the enemy should have entered into the gates of Jerusalem. Okay, it was so unbelievable; nobody thought that the nation of Judah would fall. Think about America today. I mean, how many people would think that America could fall? How many people could think that the White House could be desolated and and our major cities left in shambles and our populations roaming about the streets starving to death? Oh, that'll never happen. That can't happen. Hey, that's what they thought back then. It says the kings of the earth and the inhabitants of the world would not have believed that this could have happened, but it did happen. It did happen. For the sins of her prophets and the iniquities of her priests that have shed the blood of the just in the midst of her. Okay, the false prophets, the false priests, they're just like they were Uh, today they're just like they were back then. They despise the true prophets of God, the true men and women who who proclaim the truth of the Word of God, of the Scriptures. Instead, we have evangelical funhouses, we've got all these feel-good sermons, we've got all this ceremonialism, we've got anything and everything but the Word of God. Why? Because people want to live in their sins. They don't want to be told that they need to repent and be reformed. They love sin, whether it's playing religion or whether it's conforming with the world. They love it and they hate the true ministers of God. They have wandered as blind men in the streets. They have polluted themselves with blood so that men could not touch their garments. They cried unto them, Depart ye, it is unclean. Depart, depart, touch not. When they fled away and wandered, they said among the heathen, They shall no more sojourn there. The anger of the Lord hath divided them. He will no more regard them they respected not the persons of the priests they favored not the elders okay we're talking about the people they did not recognize or respect the true men of god the true pastors the true ministers and the true elders so god says i'm not going to regard them anymore god's anger will be poured was poured out He's not going to put up with, you know, it says God's long-suffering that all should uh, come to repentance, but he's not forever suffering, meaning that at some point his judgment comes. Are you ready? How will you stand? Will you make it? Will you be on the receiving end of the Lord's anger? Or will you be on the side of his loving compassion? It's up to you. It's up to you. It's your choice. It's your choice. As for us, our eyes as yet failed for our vain help in our watching. We have watched for a nation that could not save us. Okay. So they, they, you know, historically they were hoping the Egyptians would help them defeat the Babylonians, but the Egyptians could not save them. Nothing my friends, can save you from the wrath of God when he has determined to pour it out. The only thing that can save you is repentance. You know, there's a scripture that was often quoted. That's often quoted today. If my people who are called by my name turn from their wicked ways and repent, then I should save them and heal their land. That's, that's what we need to be putting our trust in. Verse 18, they hunt our steps that we cannot go in our streets. Our end is near. Our days are fulfilled for our end is come. Now think about that. Think about Black Lives Matter and Antifa destroying, you know, you can't, you can't, you don't even feel safe in our streets anymore because they've become so vile and so wicked. And it's flooded with Foreigners who do not respect and fear the true God of the heavens, but rather worship false gods. Our persecutors are swifter than the eagles of the heaven. They pursued us upon the mountains. They laid wait for us in the wilderness. The breath of our nostrils, the anointed of the Lord was taken in their pits, of whom we said, Under his shadow shall we live among the heathen. You know, the Israelites or the children of Judah and the, the other 10 tribes, they were taken into Assyrian captivity. And they were scattered among the heathen. Well, today in America, the same thing is happening. We're not being taken, necessarily taken from America and brought to a heathen land. But the heathens are pouring into our land, my friends. Think of Minnesota. Think of all the Somalians that have flooded our country, that have flooded Minnesota, who do not, for the most part, I'm not talking about Christian Somalians, I'm talking about the unassimilated Somalians who bring with them their Islamic culture and, and who hate our country and who seek the destruction of Christian Western civilization. It's happening again, my friends. Are you alert? Are you alert? I hope so. Rejoice and be glad, O daughter of Edom, that dwellest in the land of Uz. The cup also shall pass through unto thee. Thou shalt be drunken and shalt make thyself naked. Now, the, the you know, the, the children of Edom, you know, they were, you know, uh, celebrating. Celebrating the destruction of the children of Judah. But little did they know, as Jeremiah prophesied, that the Babylonians would also be coming for them next. Okay, They were not going to escape the wrath of God. And they didn't. And they didn't. Verse 22, the punishment of thine iniquity is accomplished, O daughter of Zion. He will no more carry thee away into captivity. He will visit thine iniquity, O daughter of Edom. He will discover thy sins. So there are people, even if America is to fall, if we get Joe Biden in as president, God forbid, let's let's pray that that does not happen. But even if that does happen and America begins to fall in a big way, and if some other countries celebrate that, just wait. They will get it as well. They will not escape. No one will escape the judgment of Almighty God. No one. And that, my friends, is the end of chapter 4. Again, like I said in the beginning, if only we feared God more than we do this coronavirus. Even, even if COVID-19 was a real pandemic and it was killing, you know, two to three or more percent of the healthy population, we should still fear God more than we do a pandemic. We should still, the, the pandemic we need to fear right now is our national sins. Our national sins are those things that are going to kill us. They're going to strangle us to death as a nation. But yet, we're always chasing some other fake fear, putting our reverence in something else, putting our reverence in the you know Fauci or the scientific community uh, and so forth to save us from a pandemic. What utter nonsense. If you want to be saved from a pandemic, which COVID 19 is not what I would consider by any stretch of the imagination, a real pandemic, turning to Almighty God would be the first thing we should do. But we're not in that condition right now. Yeah, there are there, there is a remnant. Praise God. And there are about half of, you know, about half the country at least has some sense of, you know, some sense of decency and common sense. But at least a half of our nation is completely gone off the deep end. They are completely demonically crazed and or deceived. All right, my friend, stay in his word every single day so that you can mature, grow, grow be strengthened and ready to overcome tough times that may be ahead and so that you can be a Christian overcomer. God bless.